Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Um, let's go to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu saying these two things. Israel, and by the way, nor should they, will not agree to a ceasefire with Hamas and saying that the future of our civilization is at stake. He's right on both points. Listen. Israel urges Palestinian civilians to leave the areas of armed conflict while Hamas prevents those civilians from leaving those areas at gunpoint. Hamas is also preventing foreign nationals from leaving Gaza altogether. And most despicably, Hamas is holding over 200 Israeli hostages, including 33 children, holding them, terrorizing them, keeping them as hostages. Every civilized nation should stand with Israel in demanding that these hostages be freed immediately and freed unconditionally. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. I'll give you one example. And I'll end with that because I have to go to uh, manage this war and lead it. In 1944, the Royal Air Force bombed the Gestapo headquarters in Copenhagen. It's a perfectly legitimate target. But the British pilots missed. 
And instead of the Gestapo headquarters, they hit a children's hospital nearby. And I think 84 children were hardly burned to death. That is not a war crime. That is not something you blame Britain for doing. That was a legitimate act of war with tragic consequences that accompany such legitimate actions. And you didn't tell the Allies, don't stamp out Nazism because of such tragic consequences. They went to the end because they knew that the future of our civilization was at stake. Well, I'm telling you right now that the future of our civilization is at stake. We have to win this war. We'll do it by minimizing civilian casualties. And may we succeed. All right, joining us now, uh, good friend, personal friend, friend of the program, friend for a long time, uh, knows a thing or two about war. Um, two Purple Hearts, fought in Vietnam, um, um, may be well known for the issue of Iran, uh, although he did nothing wrong. And, of course, uh, just a patriot through and through and also a great television host, radio host and friend. Uh, Colonel Oliver North is back with us. Sir, how are you? It's good to be with you, my friend. Good to be with you. And it's very challenging times. Uh, you know, it's so challenging to me. Let me ask you this initial question. When I hear Erdogan threatening Israel, when I hear the mullahs of Iran threatening to engage, and I look at Hamas in the south in Gaza, and I look at Hezbollah in the north in Lebanon, and I look at Syria firing more missiles into Israel, the Houthi rebels down in Yemen, they're trying to engage the Israelis. Um, and then I see Hamas leaders meeting with the likes of Vladimir Putin. I talk about a new axis of evil, Russia, China, Iran. Um, I think this is maybe an, an inflection point for the world where this could literally devolve into something representing World War III if we're not careful here. And, and then, of course, half the world is insane with their virulent hatred and just, you know, rabid anti-Semitism, which I didn't think we'd see in our lifetime. Well, most of it started right here in America's educational institutions. I mean, the, the, the indoctrination of these Marxist professors and administrators in America's universities are what's got youngsters fired up to support, of all things, a murderous terror organization. I mean, it's happened all over this all over this country. It's obviously happened all over Europe. I've never thought it possible to produce as many Palestinian flags. That's a, put that those words in quotes. Palestinian flags, literally millions of them, all over the world instantaneously. It's it's amazing. And unfortunately, there's even people down in Mexico lined up at the border to come into this country who are crying out for a quote ceasefire. Look, I, I, I still think this administration has handled this entire thing the wrong way. And you and I talked about this last week. We talked a little. Well, I, I want you to go into that because you had six, if not seven points of advice for the Biden administration that they really should be listening to. Unfortunately, they're too stupid to listen. But I, I think going over those points again would be critical. All right, let's do it. Uh, look, if Israel turns Hezbollah loose from their bases in Lebanon and Syria to attack Israel, it will not surprise me a bit that Iranian missiles will soon be firing at U.S. naval assets in the Mediterranean, where we've got two of our... Actually, we, we claim to have ten carriers able to deploy. We, Whoa, you, you think that the Iranians would actually fire at U.S. Navy ships in the Mediterranean? No, their proxies will do that. This is, this, and none, of this, none of these attacks anywhere, whether it's Hezbollah 
attacking from Lebanon and Syria, which they've been doing, or missiles being fired from the Houthis trying to hit Israel. None of the, or the, or the entire rebellion that's occurred in Hamas. None of that could happen without the one word that's common to all of it, Iran. And what the president should have done, and could still do, announced that all existing sanctions against the regime in Tehran will immediately be enforced. And that's, that's literally millions and millions of barrels of oil that they are illegally shipping to places like China and to other places in Europe, because this administration has quietly lifted the sanctions against Iran. And so reimposing those shutdowns on, 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 on Iranians and then lifting the sanctions he's got on our own fracking and drilling and refilling of our strategic petroleum reserve ought to, ought to ha- should already have happened. So if Hezbollah attacks Israel, the U.S. should hold the Iranian theocracy responsible and act with devastating effect to prevent further threats to U.S. personnel and assets. He should go to the Department of Justice to indict the terror leaders like Yahya Sinwar and this guy Ismail Haniya, who purports to be the so-called Hamas foreign minister, who is, by the way, as you just pointed out, talking to Putin yesterday. Yesterday. Just think about what that would mean to have these guys indicted and an Interpol, when, because members of Interpol, and we are part of Interpol, they have to post those warnings at borders and catch some of these guys and put them on trial. That's, we've done that dozens of times. These guys are terrible human beings, and they're being backed solely by Iran. There's not, they're not getting help from anybody else except the Iranians. And the Iranians have hundreds of millions of dollars they otherwise would not have had he enforced the sanctions. So, because we don't have that extra okay. with Qatar, which is where they're hiding today, that Interpol posting should keep these guys from traveling freely to the, you know, the, the bordellos that they're known to visit. I mean, I can assure you that these guys are dead men walking if, if the Israelis find out where they are and where they're going. And it- let's, let's talk about the six points, the seven points. I'm not sure if it was six or seven. That you have, the things that you believe our, our country, our commander-in-chief, should be doing right now. Well, I just, I just gave you a couple. Indict these guys. Set, set forth a very clear if-then. If you know, yesterday we had the vice president of the United States being asked by another network, what's the strategy here? And she said, don't. Don't is not a strategy. Don't is simply a word that this, this administration utters. And then they turn around and they tell the Israelis, have a ceasefire, have a ceasefire. The ceasefires never work. So what the president ought to do is notify, this is number six, by the way, notify Iran that if Hezbollah attacks Israel, we will shut down Iran's entire oil export capability make that very don't just hey, don't. hey by the way ollie wouldn't that mean taking out the refineries first no take out the export ports right now take just shut those down then go after the refineries because they can't rebuild them inside of you know years decades and and of course if if the people in communist china heard that kind of a threat, they would pick up the phone and call the supreme leader and the, and the quote, leadership of the Ayatollahs inside Iran and take, hey, guys, we're buying your oil. We need that oil. Without that oil, the price of oil is going to go to $150, $200 a barrel. It's right around 100 right now. So don't do it. Stop. The, in other words, the threat of, of, of breaking their, quote, relationship, unquote, with Z in communist China should be enough to make them think, quite, mm, maybe we better not send those Hezbollah boys across the border from Lebanon and Syria. And then finally, notify 
al-Sisi in Cairo that we will provide air traffic controllers and logistics assistance to open a major secure refugee facility for humanitarian food, water, medical support. Dispatch the two. We've got one in the water right now. In fact, the Mercy out of San Diego, 1,000 beds in that hospital ship. We only have two of them. Comfort's the other one in New York. That has 1,000 beds. Dispatch, if not both of them, just one of them, and make darn sure that we can move injured women and children out of out of Hamas. You know, Hamas is holding tens of thousands of Palestinians hostage, not just 240 Americans and, and, and Brits and Israelis and, and every other country in Europe, which were taken as hostages. We, we want those hostages back. So in exchange, we'll treat injured women and sick and babies being delivered, women and children aboard the hospital ships, and they darn well better not shoot at them. Because one is that that's not only against the laws of the, the rules of land warfare; it's against every country's law on their own books. Colonel, I like your idea. I love that you think out of the box. You've done that your entire life and your entire career. Um, but I, you know, this is the same Hamas that builds terror tunnels under hospitals. Yes. They, you know, they have three hundred miles of of this this network of terror tunnels. That's money that was supposed to be for the people in Gaza. Uh, and it was spent, you know, on terrorist activities, and and they are the ones using human beings and always have as as shields. They're the ones. I don't think they care one iota about any injured uh, Palestinian, except if they can use that person for propaganda purposes. No, you're absolutely right. And so the pr the purpose of putting those ships out there is twofold. Number one is it's the kind of mercy, Judeo-Christian value system that we believe in. It's compassion. The Bible's full of that word. It's not, it's not sympathy. It's compassion. And what I'm suggesting is if we did that, that would help solve not only the hostage problem, but it would also turn the people of Palestine against Hamas. Because they'll see, here, the United States of America send this great big white ship with a big red cross on the side that even the Red Crescent works with, okay? And it's, at some point, the only way to secure the situation is for the people, the, quote, Palestinian people, who are not Hamas, and, and, and the actual numbers are probably about 85%, do not support anything that Hamas has been doing. But this will turn the people against Hamas. Because, look, who, what other country send anybody any but real let, to us? Let me ask you and press you on this, because, and, and I've shown the cartoons, we've seen the books, we see that from the earliest ages that the children of Gaza have been indoctrinated to hate the Jews, kill the Jews, etc. I mean, I think part of the reluctance and resistance of neighboring countries to even take in innocent women and children is is they, they, they can't read people's hearts or minds or souls, and they don't know anybody they let in. They don't know if they've been so radicalized that they then would represent an existential threat to their own country. Yeah, but... I mean, but the physical manifestation of a, of a U.S. thousand-bed hospital being donated. Look at how did how did the Iranian weapons get into those tunnels? It was it's corruption. It's the corruption of the the Egyptian border guards at Rafah. That stuff's coming in in pieces. But they just screw the, you know, the warheads on and put the fins on and launch the rockets. And there's tens of thousands of them. We've seen we've seen at least fifteen thousand projectiles launched into Israel since the 7th of October. Those things get, didn't get through because somebody put them in their suitcase. Those things got through because of corruption, and you can't corrupt the ship. 
You see, my point is, it, it doesn't matter what. If Iran's got boats in the way, ships on the way, the, Egyptian, the Egyptians aren't going to be able to stop us helping the, the people of Palestine, the women and the children. And all I'm suggesting is that initiative, if it began immediately, I'll give you some examples. It's 5,500 miles from New York, excuse me, from Virginia, in, in Norfolk, where the ship is. That's the comfort. By the way, the Mercy is out in the Pacific right now doing a, a tour of Pacific places with volunteer physicians aboard, doing surgeries and things like that for people in, in almost every coastline around the, the heart of Africa and, and, the, and the Indian Ocean. I mean, it's it's a brilliant move. It's it's the, it's the right kind of, if you will, information management that we ought to be thinking of all the time. And all I'm suggesting is... Once the people of Palestine and the people of Egypt and the people of the rest of the world see that big white ship down there helping, it's going to turn people who would otherwise turn toward terrorism against it. Because I'll tell you what, um, I, I don't know what your plans are. We did plan on letting you go now, but you used to be a radio talk show host in your own right with a very successful show. Um, I want to take calls in the next half hour, and I think it would be invaluable based on your life experience and your expertise in this part of the world yeah. uh maybe to take a few calls from listeners if you have some time are you available or what i'll give you i i give you i've got a doctor's appointment for a very dear friend of mine it, okay well 10 minutes do it i'll we'll work it for all right 800 sean you want to be a part of the program right to our phones when we get back with colonel north Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Toll-free numbers, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're going to get to your calls. Colonel North has agreed to uh, stay with us for a few calls. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, the number again. 
Look, who's there for families left behind when a service member or a first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who's who's helping our nation's homeless vets? Who's helping our nation to keep their promise and their vow to never forget 9-11-01? Well, I'll tell you one organization. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Now they have their in-the-line-of-duty programs that honor our nation's heroes and their families now, that includes Gold Star and fallen first responder families. Uh, they offer smart home uh, and homeless veterans programs. They have their Never Forget programs to engage people in 9-11 remembrances all across the country. Over 80 runs, walks, climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, tons of barbecues. And, of course, the 9-11 uh, Tunnel to Towers Institute. Well, that's helping to educate kids K-12 through uh about our nation's darkest day it's amazing my daughter was born 13 days earlier and by the way they're keeping their promise and they're asking all of us to step up so this great work can continue um all of us here at team hannity are committed we hope you will join us and join them in this mission they've accomplished so much good and commit to 11 dollars a month the way to do it is go to their website tunnel to towers the letter t the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, Colonel North is going to stay with us for a couple of calls, then he's got a run. Uh, Kevin in Pennsylvania, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Say hi to Colonel Oliver North. Uh, hello, good afternoon. Thank you uh, very much for taking my call. It's an honor to speak to you, sir. Um, yeah, I just was, in 2006, Hamas was duly elected like, uh, by the Palestinians. I mean, they, uh, they did not get a majority. They got a plurality, uh, but they were allowed to form a government, just like the Nazis did in 1934. They didn't win a majority. They got a plurality. And You're a good student of history. You must not have gone to college. Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, he, cer he certainly didn't go to Harvard, Cornell, or Columbia. There, there you go. <laughs> no, I didn't go to college. I went to the Naval Academy. <laughs> you, you and me both, buddy. Trade school. Yeah. Hey, but by the way, they wouldn't, t they wouldn't have me for a million dollars, but go ahead. <laughs> yes, sir. And, um, you know, in the, the, back to, and, and in the 30s, you know, we responded late. The world responded late, and we know what happened in World War II. And then, and, and right now, I mean, this is, Moss became a state actor once they took control of the government. They're not a significant actor. They're not a non-state actor. They're actually a state actor. And they need to be held accountable. And while, yes, we feel sorry, everybody, there, there is the sympathy for, and outpouring for Palestinian people, this is still their elected government. And we can't quite separate it. We didn't quite separate the German people from the Nazis either. We treated them all as Nazis, and we drove to Berlin. And we need to let the Israelis, we need to back them, and we need to let them drive through Gaza City all the way to Rafa, to the border. And then, you know, it's like, then again, now, now, how do we manage the peace? Are there going to be war crime trials for Hamas? Are we going to chase them down we chase, like we chased the Nazis down after World War II, decades later? Are we going to do that? But I don't hear that discussion. And I think it, we have to have that resolve. Well, let me, I, I agree with you. From my days at the Naval Academy, okay? Because we were in the midst of a big war then, and it only went on for a decade. And then I covered, you know, much older, after I retired from the Marine Corps, I ended up, Sean and I used to talk almost every day when I was overseas for Fox, initially as a documentary filmmaker, right, War Stories. hundred and some odd episodes are still up at 2B TV. By the way, are you going to expose how horribly mean I was, although I did keep my promise when you got back? 
I, I used to say, Colonel, um, uh, as soon as you get home, I'm going to give you send you to Roos Chris Steakhouse. I'm going to send you here to eat this food and that food. And he's like, I want to kill you. But I did follow through. Well, you did. And while I was eating an MRE most of the time, you know. I know. It's so me, but In fact, I was in Afghanistan when I got pulled out to go to Iraq. And so, and because I quickly became a war correspondent after I'd been a documentary film maker. It was six months that I was just a documentary film maker for Fox. And I still had a radio show. Well, it's, it's, after I was, I've, I, after I was hired by Fox, I couldn't do radio anymore because Roger Ailes picked up the phone and said, hey, pick one. You, know, you, and, you and Hannity get to talk a lot over there, and we did. I was on almost every night because I, yep. I could get gunfight footage that nobody else could get because the guys I was out with knew I wasn't trying to win a Pulitzer by trying to take a picture of a Marine peeing on a dead body. See, my job was to let the Marines tell their story, and I think I did a pretty good job at it. And so constantly over there, 64 different embeds that I did, and I was with Sean more than any other person at Fox News while I was over there almost every night if I, was, if I was on scene for one of these gunfights. At the end of the day, we walked away from the people that we'd, we'd spent a fortune on. I mean, the treasures of America were spent in Afghanistan. What happened to Afghanistan? It happened because one administration could not get its act together, and it still hasn't gotten its act together. At the end of the day, Afghanistan is going to affect how foreign nations see us for the rest of my days, and I'm 80 years old now. I'm looking at what what you guys are going to have to face is a consequence of what this administration has done to this country, which is why one of the points that I made when I was on the air with Sean the other night was he's, he's got to close the southern border. He's got to reopen the, the oil in this country that makes us energy independent. We're not going to have to pay $150 a barrel. We can suck it out of the ground for 40 At the end of the day, we're going to have to do those things. Why wait? Why not send, in my case, in the case that I made last night, why not send the USNS Mercy or the, US, or the USNS Comfort? That's a shorter trip. It's 5,500 miles. It could be there in 14 days. Why not just do that and show the world that we are a country that believes in a Jewish-Christian model of compassion? Judeo-Christian, they built this country... Let me tell you how bad it is, because we, we did a deeper dive last night for the TV show. 659 Iranians have crossed our border. 538 Syrians. Thousands of other special interest aliens from the Mideast. Thousands from China. And now we're getting uh, a huge population from Russia. And those, There's, those are the ones that we were able to catch, the getaways. God help us. I mean, you made the point last night. I mean, what about what are these people over here to do? Are are they communicating in some way with some leadership in Tehran? I actually wrote a novel about that called Heroes Proved. I, I made the mistake of setting it in the year twenty thirty two. It should have been set in the year. Let me let, can let me throw one thing at you. One, you know, the nine eleven commission, and you're right. You and I, you know. By the way, I got into this business in large part watching you during the Iran Contra hearings. <laughs> And and I was riveted, and I didn't want to go to work every day because I was I just had to watch these hearings. And but long story short, is this is how this has to end, because they've been at war with Israel with hundreds of thousands of rockets being fired, a network of tenor, terror tunnels being built, and they're getting it from the north, they're getting it from the south, and this has to end this way, that no longer can Gaza 
and Hamas use Gaza as a launching pad to fire missiles into Israeli cities. Correct. And nor, and nor can Lebanon in the north and Hezbollah be firing missiles from that direction into Israel either. And that is going to take a wiping out of Hezbollah and of Hamas and, frankly, anybody else that threatens the state of Israel because... As they with every rocket they fired and every tunnel they built, Colonel, they've been declaring war against Israel, and Israel has, you know, the the Iron Dome's help, but that's a band-aid at this point. Well, they would, none of this would be happening except for the supreme leader, the head of all the Ayatollahs in in Iran. None of that could happen because they're not. There's just not that much support for international terrorism anymore. It, it, it's a, an enormous threat, not just to, uh, to the Israelis. It's an enormous threat to us. Think of all the gotaways that crossed that southern border that are now in this country. It took, it took 19 terrorists to fly airplanes into buildings in New York, the Pentagon, and a farmer's field in Somerset, Pennsylvania. And what, that should never happen again. And it doesn't have to happen if you don't have a sponsor of terrorism, the likes of which is Iran. It, All right, Colonel. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my promise to you and uh, let you go. I know you got a doctor's appointment for a friend. Uh, that's the type of person that you are, uh, Colonel North. We love you. Appreciate you. Safe home, my friend. Safe home and Semper Fi, buddy. Bless. We had all the, we had all these code words when Ollie was in these war zones um, that only meant something between the two of us. And one of them was safe home. Appreciate you. And there's a long story behind it. Uh, but what a, what a true American hero he's been and remains. All right, quick break. Right back. We'll get uh, right to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program as we roll along today. Thank you for being with us. Up next, our final roundup and information overload hour. back to our busy phones let's say hi to charlie's in staten island in new york charlie how are you glad you called sir sean thank you for having me on um i just wanted to bring up the subject of president trump i can't believe that we're living in the united states where a political opponent is being indicted i mean it's it's unfathomable so here's what where i see this you got the civil case going on now and and you've got to understand what's going on here is they want the entire Trump organization canceled forever in New York, where they can't do any more business, that their current ownership of buildings will be under some conservatorship, that they will have no operating control, and then fine them $250 million. And they and the most bizarre thing involved, this, this was a campaign promise, of the attorney general of New York that is now being fulfilled before our eyes. And, and, and that's just one thing. Now, then if you really break it down, they now want during a presidential election year to bring Donald Trump, Trump on, on charges in New York. I don't think you can get a fair hearing in New York or Washington DC or Fulton County, Georgia. That's my belief. Absolutely. And I've said it many times. So they're going to go back to 2016 and, they, in all the, the interim period of time here, why didn't they try this earlier involving Stormy Daniels, of all things? You know, so that's trial one. Trial two, okay, in January of 2021, 
and it's going to be the trial will be in 2024, the election year. If they wanted to bring charges against Donald Trump related to that, they could have done that last year, the year before. They didn't do it. The same down in Georgia. Now we're back to the 2020 election. Uh, and and the same thing, you know, as it relates to the archives, but the double standard that exists between Hillary, Joe Biden, and, and Donald Trump. Now, you call it whatever you want to call it, but the fact that they they are going to try to do this in a presidential election year is is so far removed from anything that represents fundamental equal justice, equal application of our laws, and with all we know about how you know some of the the deepest of deep staters were involved in suppressing important information before the 2020 election about Hunter Biden's very real laptop and meetings with big tech and the suppression of information. Um, it is it's a frightening time in the country. They they are trying to help Joe Biden get elected by hook or crook. There's no other conclusion that I can come to. And they're doing it by design because I don't if I'm right that the president can't get a fair hearing in these venues because they're so, you know, so prominently Democrat. Um, any chance he has in the legal system is going to be on appeal. Any appeal is going to be post 2024 election. That is not a free and fair election at that point to me. And, you know, in my opinion, all of these trials should be moved post 2024 election. It was their responsibility to bring these charges years earlier. Understand one thing: these are frivolous. I mean, what what they're guilty of, what they're what they're accusing Donald Trump of, they're guilty of. They play it dirty and call it clean. I mean, no, but nobody got hurt here. They're saying Donald Trump inflated the values of his properties, but yet there is a a there's a clause in the contract saying. You have a fiduciary responsibility to confirm these numbers. Don't use our numbers. There's not one bank that has complained that they lost money because they all got paid on time. There's not one insurance company that is upset or filing a claim of any kind. This is this is all political. It's so political. And what grounds? I mean, they're, they're worried about Stormy Daniels and how the, uh, how he put the values on on his properties. Why don't they worry about? The Hamas protesters in the United States, these students, they, if, you, if you ask me, they're imbeciles. Because if it was their mother or those, their sister who were, who were tortured in Israel, how fast would they be out there praising Hamas? I've never thought, I never thought it would ever in this country get this bad. I never thought we'd see institutionalized hatred on the level we're seeing it every day. I'd never thought it would be acceptable in in our society, especially our woke, politically correct society. Um, if anyone ever dared approach saying anything near these things about any other group, except maybe African-American conservatives, there would be massive consequences for them, especially on college campuses, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, good good call, my friend. We appreciate it. Glad you're out there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.